This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What's happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Let's Go Win Podcast. We're here on a Tuesday tune-up, and I have a really cool guest, somebody that brings a ton of value. He is someone I was on his podcast, and I can't wait to share him and his knowledge with all of you. Dion Brown is a business coach and veteran at creating and growing highly profitable business models, managing full-spectrum creative programs, and developing highly collaborative teams. Dion is the owner of Project Big Brand, a company that creates, deconstructs, or repairs business programs and host of Man vs. Brand podcast. And as I told you before, man, I love that name. So how you doing, brother? Hey, how are you, JM? How are you guys out there? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, Funny thing, right? So uh, we were set to do this episode, and um, the topic is priorities. Uh, I just came home uh, from hosting a family reunion for my grandfather, about 85 family members. And uh, I get home, put my key in the door, realize I lose my wallet. Lost my wallet completely. Don't know where, don't know when it happened. And I realized it's so fitting that we're talking about priorities, where my only priority in getting home was to come home with everything that I left with. And I couldn't get that thing done. So it's uh, it's funny, right? We're, we're, pu- we're pulled in different directions. We have so much happening, so many hats that we have to wear. But how do we manage all that? You know? That's a great question, man. I mean, you asked it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it because I talk about this quite frequently myself when it comes to how I do it. I would love to hear, brother, when you go in, especially to businesses or on a daily, how do we choose, like, how to prioritize what's most important versus all that other stuff. Well, listen, I think the first thing is, you know, you set goals, right? So you, you kind of have a game plan, right? So most people know about smart goals. If you don't, I'll break that down for you. They should be smart. So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant time, right? So there should be a specific goal. It should be measurable, it should be something that you can actually accomplish. It should be relevant to what you actually need uh, to accomplish in your life. And it should be time. So there should be a fixed amount of, of, of time that you attribute to that thing. So for me, right, I look at SMART goals and I think, great, it's SMART. I understand all this. How do I actually apply that thing to my calendar, to my life, to my to-do list? For me, it's about setting benchmarks knowing what what are the things that I need to get done specifically to get that goal, right? Then I set some strategies. I I break those benchmarks down. So I have my goal first. Then I have my benchmarks, right? So what are the benchmarks in order to hit that goal? And then what are the strategies? What are the important things? Let's take weight loss, right? Everyone knows about the struggle or possibly the win in, um, in, in losing weight or just getting to some level of a body goal. Right. So you may say, listen, I want to change my physique. Well, some of those benchmarks might be losing weight. It might be um, body mass, sort of understanding how much you want to lose in terms of that. And then you may set some strategies. It may be I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get a trainer. Right. You're going to figure out a a meal plan. Right. So you're going to break those things down in order to make them more attainable, to, to make them more measurable. 
The other thing that I do typically is I set in that time frame, right? So in that timed portion, I figure out, is this going to be a year, a month, or by the week? And then once I decide that, in my day, I look at what's timely, what's critical, what's easy, what's fulfilling, and what am I procrastinating on? And, and when I do that, I typically find myself in a really healthy space when it comes to not only setting priorities, but really checking in on those priorities on a day-to-day basis to make sure that I'm moving in the right direction. No, that makes sense, brother. I guess what I what I see when people don't execute on these things is they become overwhelmed. It becomes too much. And I think it's in large part, in my opinion, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on it, it's because they don't allow themselves grace in not getting everything done, but rather getting the most important things done. And that's literally the idea of priorities, right, is we all have a bunch of things to do. Like you said, we all wear a ton of hats. But when it comes to losing weight, look, there's some really core principles that need to happen, like eating you know, properly, making sure we're moving our body, and, and let's say repairing our body. You know, Maybe those are the three big cores. All that other stuff that comes with it, yeah, it'd be nice. But if the true goal is losing weight, how do we get to where it's not so overwhelming? So going back to that to-do list conversation I just had, for me, it comes down to timely, right? What's the most important thing that needs to happen now, right? Not later, right? What's timely right now? Then it's what's critical. Uh, The thing that may be critical may not be timely, may be important for you to get done, but it may not necessarily need to happen by tomorrow. The next thing is easy. It's important for us to kind of knock out some things, Jam, that like really give us a sense of accomplishment, clear accomplishment, right? Because it's 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 easy to imagine a life where you're just knocking out everything that's timely and everything that's critical all day long. But sometimes you need those wins to just put you in the right mindset. The next thing is what's fulfilling, right? Like those things may be important for your family, for your mental health. Um, right. It's important to also balance in your time. Right. With with those things that really give you a sense of purpose. So if it's a diet conversation. It may be that, you know, you go running because running helps you to have a clear mind. It may not be one of those um, pillars that you really need to hit. It may just be good for your soul. Right. You may just feel better for it. And it also aligns to what you're trying to do. And the last thing is, what are you procrastinating on? Because that's probably more critical than your critical uh, section, right? The thing that you have deemed critical, the thing that you're procrastinating is probably more important than that. And it's the reason why you're procrastinating on it. We often find that um, in the moments, as you said, of us feeling overwhelmed, we put these things off. And putting them off doesn't uh, accomplish it any faster Uh, It just delays uh, progress and movement. And so let's figure out, like, what are the things that I'm not looking at? The thing that I keep putting off to the next day and let me do that. But I'll do that after I hit the timely stuff, after I hit the easy stuff, after I hit the fulfilling stuff and the critical stuff. Now, let me look at what keeps making it to the next day that I really need to accomplish. And that's what what I'm listening to that. I'm really hearing you 
build momentum, getting some real like the 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 snowball coming down the hill idea. And now I have this momentum. So tackling the thing that I've been avoiding, procrastinating, it doesn't seem like such a giant leap. It doesn't seem like I can't do it because I have this momentum built. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, the idea is that you know you, you get to your your timely stuff first, right? Because that's just it's critical and important right now. But then you start to move in this space where you just feel productive, that you're you're accomplishing things, right? That's why easy and fulfilling is in there first, because you want to make sure that you're getting to the stuff that makes you feel great as an individual. And then when you have that momentum, as you said, with the, the snowball effect, when you hit that thing that you've been procrastinating, it just doesn't feel so monumental, right? It doesn't feel so large that it can't be accomplished because in essence, you're going to start to break that thing down into what's timely, what's critical, what's easy and what's fulfilling for you, right? What, what, what can you do in that, in that thing that you're procrastinating on that allows you to break it out into something that is more uh, attainable, accessible for you. So you can just ultimately get it done and move on. So I'm curious in what you do on a daily basis when you're helping these companies, how frequent, whether it's our personal goals or in a business setting, how frequently should we be checking in on progress? How uh, often would that look like in your best estimation? Is it daily? Is it weekly? What's that check-in look like, brother? So I think first, a, a check-in should be determined by the length of time that you are actually working on this thing, right? So um, your, your check-ins for a month project is definitely going to be uh, more frequent than a project that's maybe done in the quarter, right? In a yearly quarter. So you want to figure out the timeline that you have for whatever you're trying to accomplish and then determine the check-in there. I think the other thing is you really got to understand all of the people and resources that you're utilizing, right? Do they need more check-ins? So uh, in any team that I've been on, I always have a standing morning meeting, right? Just allows for us to uh, go over uh, anything that happened the day before, uh, agenda set for the, the upcoming day, figure out what we need to accomplish in our week and how far have we progressed in our week to get that done. Um, but that's not necessarily good for everyone, right? Like if you're, if I'm in a business and I have a advertisement company, they don't want to hear from me every day. That's not a part of, of, of our agreement, right? But you definitely don't want uh, any company, any resource, any asset to sit on your accounts payable for too long, right? Without actually checking in. So if you're not hearing from the people, the vendors that are ultimately moving your business forward, you're not hearing from them on a monthly basis, then you're, you're in a set it and forget it environment, and that's never going to be good. You always want to take the opportunity to red light, green light things that are working for you. And you should be checking in with folks to make sure that the thing that they're supposed to do is actually being accomplished. So this next question I'm going to ask, it sounds really basic, but I find most people when it comes to goals, when it comes to not accomplishing, it's that T part, man. That that timeline, that setting when we're going to do it. Can you talk to the psychology, the manifestation, the putting it out to the universe, whatever that is, brother. But when I watch people fail on goals, it typically comes back to 
I didn't set a time. I didn't put the time frame I was going to do it. Why is that so darn important? And how can we get more people to do that? So I think there's two parts to that, right, Jim? That the first is we, we are in a culture that sets these sort of um, unrealistic benchmarks, right? Everyone wants to be a millionaire by 21. Everyone wants to have their family together by 30. Every right, And as we're moving through life, we realize that, that these benchmarks that we've set, these timed benchmarks, may not actually be attainable for the life that we set. And there's really no value system to it. It doesn't mean that you're, you're not successful or that you're not accomplished. It's just that we tend to like project these timelines. So with that said, we do that in, in our smaller um, functions or in our smaller projects or our smaller goals. We just throw out a time that we hope that this thing will be accomplished. And we're not really thinking about it critically. We're not thinking about the functions. We're just throwing the time. I want to lose, again, back to the weight thing. I want to lose 30 pounds in three weeks. Well, is that really attainable? Is that attainable for your body type? Um, um, is that healthy, right? Uh, is that likely to happen? How many people actually accomplish those sorts of of losses in the time frame, right? So instead of just throwing out a date, let's think critically about the things that need to happen for that date to occur. The other part uh, that I think you're really hitting on is this idea that we're, we're afraid to set a date um, because we probably have had a history of not hitting that benchmark or not hitting that timeline. And so we become fearful that if we put a date on it and we don't hit it, that we have to deal with the shame, the guilt, the disappointment, right, uh, around not actually getting that thing done in the time frame that we wanted to. The beautiful thing about grace, right, which you mentioned is it is absolutely in your power to take something in your calendar and move it by a week. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, you, you, you absolutely have the agency to say, I need more time. Uh, actually, I think it's really healthy to give yourself a window. Um, even if you don't uh, use that extra week um, to finish a project, you may want to do some reflection on it, right? Um, think back on uh, what happened in the four weeks, five weeks, eight weeks, whatever that time frame was, um, to get to your project and really focus on what you could do better, how you can iterate something that uh, would be easier the next time you accomplish something sim uh, similar, right? So I think that, uh, one, we are a very, very uh, benchmark-focused as a culture, as a people. Like, we just set these kind of dates, uh, times that we want stuff to happen, and we don't really put a lot of critical thought into it. Uh, and it's, it's not our fault. It's just that's the way that we've been raised. We've been socialized to just throw out a date, right? And and I need to get this thing. I need to be married by the time I'm 25, right? Like, oh, we, ha we have this expectation of ourselves. And the second thing is, is that um, there is uh, some negative feelings that we also can have in not hitting a goal by a specific date. And to avoid those negative feelings, we avoid setting the date. Yeah, what's fascinating about that, brother, is I've seen people make radical progress. So let's just say we'll stick with the weight loss thing. Yep. And let's say somebody says, I'm going to lose, I don't know, 100 pounds in a year. Okay, It'd be a lot. You could ask a lot of questions if that's attainable, if that's smart. But let's just say that's the goal. Yeah. 
let's say they lose 60 pounds that year. Yep. I've seen people literally just be distraught over the fact that they didn't lose 100 when the truth is you lost 60 pounds. You progressed significantly. And this is where I think people miss the mark to a degree. It's that progress that you made is so amazing. You're never going to arrive. By the way, when you lose 100 pounds, that doesn't mean, okay, goal's done, right? It's like you have to continue because we never arrive as humans. And that's the grace part, brother. And, and I love that you talked about that. It's like, look, you made that progress. Sure, it would have been great if you hit 100. But guess what? You did something incredible in 60 pounds in that year. Um, any, I, I want to give you time to kind of talk about what you're doing and open form, but anything you have on that, brother, and then just kind of uh, open form, anything you're thinking uh, before we start to wrap up? Yeah, so I, I, I want to hit on your, your point about the 60 versus the 100, right? Um, so often it's because we're, again, throwing out numbers, right? And so when we throw out numbers, uh, when we don't hit the number that we threw out, we have to recognize that that number was probably arbitrary. And we need to be um, happy about the success that we actually reach and understand that sometimes the thing that we've done is spectacular. It's not normal, right? It's not the average or the median experience. And we also need to applaud ourselves on that. But you only know that if you've done the research, if you understand where you fall into the wider spectrum of experience. And so when you do that and you do that research, I think it really opens up um, a world of just being progressive, of being positive, of winning, right? Because you understand um, that the thing that you accomplish uh, may not be as, uh, as, as nominal or as small or as marginal as you thought. It's really something that is amazing and should be applauded. Um, so in my business, right, so to get to your question, um, I think that uh, I am really, really fortunate uh, to be in this coaching space uh, to run the business that I run. Um, it's one of those things that uh, I think if, if anyone's watching and or listening, uh, that uh, they should look at doing something similar if they find themselves in a space where they're consistently uh, consulting, coaching, you may not be doing it uh, for pay, but it's just something that is intrinsic in you. It's a calling that you feel like you have. Um, there is nothing wrong with monetizing that. There is nothing wrong with creating a platform for it. Um, I think that I came from a space where I just thought I should share and and get paid doing something else and share for free, right? And and I realized that I could create a big life um, that is that affects others in a positive way by by really allowing myself to follow this path of coaching uh, and, and working with companies. And um, and so I just want to say that, man. I just want to encourage anyone who has an inkling that that this might be a space that they want to fall into to to. Um, Follow that path, right? You have someone like JM that you're listening to on a on a weekly, daily, just consistent basis. I know you're dropping content on these guys all the time. So, you know, this is uh, a model, right? This is a model of how you can create that sort of life and still follow your passion if coaching, teaching, being an author, uh, creating a platform, if that's something that you feel like uh, you want to do, 
right? Then then um, success leaves trails, right? It leaves hints, it leaves clues. And so look at a person who is doing it at a high level and and start to put the pieces together in order to get it done for yourself. Yeah, I love that, man. You said you're grateful. You said, you know, it's fulfilling. These are words that don't take them for granted. I mean, look, we have one life to live. Let's go out and do it. And I love what you're doing, brother. You're bringing so much value to your community, to this community. I appreciate that. How can our listeners connect with you online, Dion? Where's the best place to kind of reach out to you? Sure thing. So I'm always online. I live online. Um, so I have a website, DionBrown.com, B-E-E-O-N-Brown.com. Uh, my company site, if you're a business, is ProjectBigBrand.com. You can get there. Uh, Man versus Brands podcast. Jam was on it. Uh, and so we talk about uh, businesses. We talk about being inspirational. We talk about um, entrepreneurship. Uh, his episode just dropped, so y'all guys check that out. And uh, um, if and if you want, uh, best Dion ever is my Instagram. Man versus Brand is my Instagram. Uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, I'm everywhere. So you can absolutely engage with me. Let me know that this is where you. Uh, uh, found me at, and I'll be happy to make sure I let JM know that you came from this source. And listen, guys, I want to ask you really quickly, just take a minute, all right, just take a minute of your time and make sure that you send a thank you to this guy for creating what he's done. Because you know what, it, this, this, this life, this calling, it doesn't come with a lot of thank yous. It, it, it's weird, right? You would think it does, but it actually doesn't. You know, but you know folks, feel it. You can see it in their eyes. Um, you can hear it uh, in the change of their tone and how they're walking through the world differently. Um, but it's also nice just to say and hear, uh, I've been changed. My life has been affected. And so I know it's not something he's going to ask of you. So while I have a second on this platform to do so, I'm going to tell you guys, if you get a moment, please take time and tell this guy, thank you for all the work that he's done because I know he'll very much appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you, man, and and thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for, for having me on your show and all the love you send out to the world, man. I, again, it's making the world a better place. You're right. It doesn't always come with thank yous. But I appreciate you, man, so much and, and what you're doing. So I appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, listen, let's go win, right? If there is not a better mantra in the world, I don't know what it is. Right. Like it, it speaks to being cooperative. It speaks to building community and conversations like we're having right now. It's not I go in. Right. It's let's go in. Right. And, and something that is inclusive in the way that it is, is something I'm absolutely happy to lend my voice, my platform, my whatever to, uh, because I think it's important. So thank you for having me. Uh, dude, you, you lift me up. Hopefully I, I lift you up a little bit as well, man. And, and we are winning together. Brother, I love this episode on on priorities. It's not always the sexiest topic, but it's so vitally important to what we do. You brought so much value. Uh, you guys, you know what? Listen, share, get this out with, with all your people. Let them know. Dion is an amazing dude. I love sharing people like him because of all the love. You see that smile, man? He's lighting the whole thing up. So uh, until next time, remember to show up genuinely as you are. That's what the world needs and wants to see. Appreciate you all.
Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. 